everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact. Wild bows will find out. Work. <laughs> and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Subordination, chapters 6.1 and 6.2. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to... <clears throat> Okay, one more time. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know which major ritual Verona does first and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers through the chapters we are covering. All right. Um, I know this is technically our discussion question, but we're going to talk about it now because... (laughs) We just, as all of you know, if you listened to the last episode, um, we decided to put a vote up to see what I'm going to be saying for the rest of the podcast, potentially. Woo! Woohoo! Because <laughs> um, Wild Bow's least appreciated work doesn't quite seem to fit anymore. So we do have a winner. I don't drum know roll. if we can hear a drum roll. <laughs> Probably a very anticlimactic sounding drum roll. The only Wild Bow web serial shorter than the Bible is the winner um we did have another suggestion as well hopefully this won't be too controversial um but a lot of people because we didn't put this on the actual poll Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of thinking that this this is why this didn't get quite as many votes because it still got a lot of votes um but someone suggested um i'm blanking on who suggested it and i didn't bother let me go find it (laughs) he's gonna find it so we can give credit to the lovely person who did but someone suggested um randomly switching these up like changing it every now and then um k said who was it k said yay that was a good suggestion (laughs) thanks yes thank you um so we're probably gonna do that um however because the only wild web serial shorter than the bible one uh, i'm gonna um at least say that for the rest of this arc and then Ooh. we might switch switch it up every now and then. Um, just get ready for me to trip over my words a lot because that one's yes. kind of hard to say. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna there get were, there. There was also a discussion about how accurate that was and if it was accurate. And it is controversial, but we resolved that the Vatican website, which has a bigger number of words than than packed, there was you go. Good enough. That's good so, enough. <laughs> we're going, so we acknowledge that this is controversial. <laughs> it's controversial, and but we're going by the Catholic Bible and and the as Catholic Catholics, website, the Vatican <laughs> website. You know, that's you know, I feel like that's pretty that's pretty legit. So that's what we're going with. Um, if you don't like it, that sucks. But at least you only have to deal with hearing that for an arc before we possibly switch it up. So. Mm-hmm. At least if we remember, which we'll try to. So (laughs) anyway, um, as everyone knows, we are on a new arc. Yay. We are on arc six, which is subordination. Um, What does subordination mean? So according to the dictionary, subordination is placement in a lower class rank or position. The act or process of subordinating someone or something or the state of being subordinated, <laughs> which is lovely. Um, yes. I, th- I like that subordination is active. It's, it's you're being placed in a lower class because um, mm. it's not that you are, it's that you're being put there. Um, and 
this could either be a good thing or a bad thing um because this is what conquest does to people right so that's bad that suggests lots of bad things but um i have this a little bit later in the notes um that you know poos is there being being poosy and demons subvert the natural order and the opposite of conquest is subordination so maybe conquest Mm. will become subordination Mm. which would be great maybe (laughs) may well maybe 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 i mean i feel like great's kind of a strong word but you know (laughs) which would be a thing um so there's one ridiculous prediction uh is that the imp or poos Will subordinate conquest. Don't know Dang, how much I believe. You're dropping bold and specific predictions already. This is early. Yeah. Well, because no, because I got another one. Um, are you gonna drop I was that like, now too, or are you wait until? Well, uh, first of all, I have to talk about why I thought about this. Um, okay, so I was disappointed because subordination doesn't obviously have a legal meaning, but I looked it up <laughs> mm-hmm. on legal dictionaries and on Westlaw, and immediately they were all like subordination agreements, and I was like, what the fuck. Um, so I think this is a secured credit thing, which I have to learn to take the bar or something. But basically, it's like, you know, if you owe people money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that they some people, if you declare bankruptcy and you're like, lol, I can't pay you like they're they're fuck their shit out of luck, right? Because yeah. that's unsecured credit. But secured credit is like, these people are going to get something. Um, and there's a ranking system of like, who's going to get what when so if you're at the top of that list like you're gonna get your money first and then they go down the list so a subordination agreement is where you have creditor a who has a high priority of your debt right and then you have creditor b and so there's a new agreement right the debtor makes a new agreement with creditor b and creditor a agrees and is like okay i'll like lower my debt in the priority rank so that this new debt can be a higher priority, which is called a subordination agreement. Okay. <laughs> and sounds very boring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Pact is a lot about the law and a lot about deals and a lot about, you know, shit. And so I think that that some sort of debt that Blake owes will be subordinated to a new debt. And I'm really worried that that means that Blake, oh, so Blake owes conquest shit based on whatever, and I think mm-hmm. that maybe Blake will subordinate that debt by like asking the lawyers for help. Um, mm. I'm not really sure how we get there based on like him awakening all of his friends, um, but I feel <laughs> like there will be some sort of thing where I mean that stories are just like building climb or building building conflict, so it's not that big of a prediction to say like something else will become a bigger priority um mm-hmm. but i do think that that is happening in this arc that something else will become a bigger priority than something that seems like a big deal right now okay all right um <laughs> i like it we get two <laughs> predictions right off the bat before we even two jump in so ridiculous prediction <laughs> two ridiculous predictions all right you better write those down malia okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Chapter summary. Bam. Blake is picked up by the knights and plans against conquest. Rose gets snatched by conquest. And then Blake goes back to his apartment and w- awakens his friends. What did you think about these chapters, Malia? So I just had a thought that I have. I did. 
Is this another thing about this prediction? No, we gotta save some for the end. <laughs> no, but I just was like, oh fuck, because at the end of Fell's interlude, I was like, Fell's heading over to find Blake, and I didn't think about that until right now. I'm like, Fell is on his way to find Blake. <laughs> that's interesting that's interesting that is interesting um where is he huh okay anyway um these chapters were a lot um (laughs) like emotionally i did not anticipate or expect this at all i did not i was not prepared i did not think things were going to go this way i texted jenny after i finished 6.1 where he was like i'm gonna tell my friends about magic and i was like do I keep reading to 6.2? Like, I don't know if I can emotionally handle it. Like, I was just so completely <laughs> thrown off guard. And she was like, yep, keep going. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, you didn't amen- you didn't mention the emotional strife you were going through, to be fair. I, yeah. I mean, like, on the one hand, I wanted to keep going. And on the other hand, I was like, I don't know if I can. Like, I don't know. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I was not ready. Well, yeah, I don't know if you've picked this up by now. But the story has a lot of emotional strife. <laughs> no one was ready for this. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. Well, um, just use this as, I mean, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything else. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. You're right. There's emotional strife. And you. who knows if you're going to have to deal with any more emotional strife in this book. <laughs> that is just a mystery. Who knows? I, I think, though, it's just like... I did not expect this at all. And if you had straight up asked me, like, will he ever do that? I'd be like, no. <laughs> I'd be like, no, he won't yeah. ever. It, it is like it literally is no. Like- and so I just think that like part of it is if I was just reading the story, I would have been like, oh wow, what? But like me having to come onto this podcast and be like, hey y'all, I know it's sort of my job to figure out what's happening, and I did not at all expect this. It's a little embarrassing. Is it though? Because I feel like <laughs> I, I don't think that this was really premeditated so oh, yeah no it was not i, I read feel like reading that closely i was like is this man this man yeah i think that you can i, I don't think you should feel embarrassed um about blake pulling a blake move <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah all right let's dive in <laughs> so blake is rescued and picked up by the knights and Ooh. they all discuss planning in the car yeah, um, it was nice. For some reason, I wasn't. I thought this was going to pick back up when we saw Fell, but I mean, it makes sense that it's good that we pick back up a little bit before, so we know what Rose knows. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, Rose knows, um, and stuff. Um, and yeah, the knights are there, and I really like them. I really like Pris and Nick, um, uh-huh. a lot. They're they seem like really good people, um, and it's interesting, like. <laughs> They feel really, it, it seems to me like they're very torn between the fact that they're like not a very strong group in large part, probably because of the splinter um, and the fact that they're like really wanting to help. Um, and one of the, I was trying to think of the things that were different from the way Rose expressed the plan. Um, and it, she made it sound like the knights were like totally on board and gonna like storm the castle or whatever. And that's obviously not what's happening. Like it keeps being made clear that like the knights might give you a ride again. And like that's about yeah. it. Like maybe they'll lend you some books or whatever, but they're not. I mean, like the fact that um Pris is like, oh well, maybe I could talk to some other people is something. But um I feel like Rose made it sound like, oh yeah, like the knights are fucking coming for you, and like that's not what's happening. Um so I I'm not certain. I don't feel a lot of hope about Rose not totally buckling, but on the other hand, maybe there's there's a little bit of hope still. 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I um I've slowly been listening to Deep Impact. Um, I try to keep it back. Like I try to stay significantly behind myself. Um, but it's nice to get like a redo of old chapters and it's nice to hear what um Elliot in particular like thinks about the story. Um mm. and I just feel like he has picked up on so much more than I have, which is nice and frustrating. But I feel like he, they pick up on themes a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole thing with like conquest and that whole his powers, I don't know. It like makes sense. And it's not as big of a deal if Rose is owned by this man entity thing. Because he's just such a thing. Interesting. Yeah, I I feel like I that is a really good idea for you to listen to. Um deep impact yeah i don't want like elliot's ideas to just like be i don't want to steal from yeah their stuff yeah um but it's nice and it's like honestly helping me understand the story better which is interesting um there's something that i put in the notes somewhere where i'm probably gonna talk about that again um but i'll find it when i get to it all right um yeah this chapter was another like this was a big like realization chapter for me i guess um i'm wondering if that will just happen at the beginnings of arcs a lot but like where blake got the goblins like um or no this actually i think this was from listening to deep impact when they went over the end of arc four um or the end of the end of something no i'm not at the end of arc four what was i listening to maybe i was listening to us talk about it i don't know um because at one point blake is fighting the hyena and he goes back and he's like lol i'm gonna go do some shit but then it, it like it seems like he doesn't go do some shit because he's like I'm gonna go find some people to torture you. But then it's like oh no he didn't do that and that's smart because you gotta fucking go. But I think he did do that. And the hint for that is like the chain that he used chain to like bind those goblins and and okay. just had them around. And I don't know where he kept them, but it was just an interesting like hey he actually did do the dumb thing because Blake. But he Blake's I don't know Blake's smart. He's just he he makes impulsive choices. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of notes in this section. I'm wondering, like, what is actually relevant to get into. Um, one thing is that Pris mentions that Duncan said that he's wasn't on the local lord's side. Um, and I mean, he seems really beholden to his family, but also, like, he's in Toronto. Like, certainly, the Lord of Toronto has an influence on his life. I don't know. Like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's just like I'm neutral or I'm something, and like, I just I. I'm curious as to like what that means, what everyone thinks that means, and what was happening with that. Because like, are the Bahamas going to get involved in this? Um, I don't know. This whole showdown thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another I'm thing. Trying. I feel like this is so much of me talking. Do you have a question or a comment? No, I'm just. I, you have a lot of notes, so I'm trying to see where notes. you're going to next. Um. Um. It's good to talk a little about bit. this. <laughs> What was that? This, uh, this that one? Familiars? Um, what aware can understand? Um, yeah. So I, I guess I didn't realize that aware don't understand Evan. Um, and can't see Rose. Um, I guess I mean they're still innocent, but on the other hand, like she knows magic and shit is real, and like I feel like some of the aware. I mean, like so, like Louise saw the carmine beast and shit right um yeah and so 
I mean, maybe that was just a much bigger deal. And she was also very sick. And so she was in that like space of being able to see the stuff or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it just, I don't know. I mean, maybe she wouldn't understand Evan. I don't, it just surprised me. Um, And then later when Snowdrop though. But when Snowdrop's in person form, I think. Mm hmm. Um, not in possum form. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot easier for your brain to say like, "Yes, that little girl is talking to me." Then, "Yes, that possum is talking to me," or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because that, and then she can't see her under or hear Rose. Um, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Um, and I guess shows that they've gotten weaker because that man saw Rose in the subway reflection. Um because rose was getting stronger um and then yeah blake is like huh it's weird that i just like saw rose and totally accepted this whole shit like and i'm like it is weird that you just saw rose and totally accepted this whole shit but maybe it's because like rose is you yeah Um, possibly um i mean like prim that's her name right i thought it was pris pris is pris i'm sorry um pris um let me see i mean there's she's obviously has to be pretty darn aware to be a black guard. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say the most hardcore aware we've seen would be Shelly. Yeah. Shelly, like, Ted. Um, I'd still say Shelly's a little bit more than Ted in terms of just like straight up magic stuff. Maybe. I mean, Ted, but yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're both pretty, pretty too, but they're yeah. pretty like pretty damn aware. Um, right. So like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know pris but <laughs> um i'm assuming they're both like much more aware than she is even though she's a black guard um sure and like and they'd probably be able to hear evan or at least shelly would probably be Shelley. able to hear evan maybe yeah i would think um but yeah. also maybe depends on the type of aware that she is ex- right well. um but yeah they're i mean there's got to be some kind of a line there though right like in between like awakening <laughs> and and being aware still yeah i mean the the whole the fact that you can awaken without actually doing the ritual is bananas um but like that one lady in thunder bay with the goat who apparently has been yeah. awakened or was awakened by charles without agreeing to it or like i that's bananas and it's sort well, of funny. Charles is just kind of bananas, you know? Yeah, but I mean, just but that that's possible. Um, it seems like yeah. Shelly... Like, it, I guess it's not just awareness. It's having some connection to a higher power thing. Because wh- through the Awakening Ritual, it's making promises to, like, the universe and to, like, quote-unquote, the others. And I guess with that, it was just like, hello, I am a judge. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away from i don't know that actually i can't reckon i don't know what to do with that um <laughs> yeah fucking charles yeah it's fun to read him about him fucking with shit like that though you know <laughs> i mean he's t- a total dickhead but it is really fun <sighs> to just he's like he just kind of does what he wants <laughs> yeah um, which when it's like towards people we don't like that's kind of kind of nice yeah yeah i mean at least he's an equal opportunity asshole. <laughs> Except that he's like, okay, Musser, I will protect you. Because I suck. Anyway. Um, but yeah, they're yeah, just like, Blake and Rose are starting to plan. And they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, allies. What allies do we have? Oh, wait, they're the lawyers, lol. And like, oh, 
we could go summon a fucking demon. Great, Rose. That's smart. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like on the one hand, cool that she like, like, it's like we're brainstorming, but also we don't have a ton of time, and that's obviously not a great idea. We should move on. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I mean, she's probably like, well, I mean, you know, might as well say it out loud, <laughs> you know, because it is like they are diabolists, so that is like one of their cards they could play. Right. Um, it sucks that that is one of the only real like that is one of the only options they have um yeah. it's one of the only sources of like power or anything that they have and it, that sucks like i get mm-hmm. that you don't want diabolus to succeed but like putting them in a box where they can't do anything other than call on demons is bad yeah <sighs> i it's yeah i'm sure <laughs> yeah it, it was nice that blake at least shot that down very quickly yeah and yeah yeah <laughs> <sighs> That was a bit of her demons. To, to Pris. <laughs> right, Nick literally was like, uh, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> and Pris is like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah. the mirror girl wants to summon a demon because she thinks she can control it. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, if you do everything perfectly, it's fine. Because I'm sure, because they're in a position to, like, definitely do everything perfectly. <laughs> like, they're totally, like, hundred percent there mentally and just right, everything like, right like grandma rose didn't even like summon and bind a demon or whatever until she was like an adult with a child um and she'd been practicing since she was like you know eight or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. like these two <laughs> who don't know roots Which, i mean can't i guess she did de- she need i guess she needed a child to summon the demon um i hope that's not the only reason she waited but you know i don't know (laughs) you know is it better or worse that grandma rose didn't just like borrow someone else's child Uh, i mean (laughs) i guess it's i guess it's better because at least like you didn't like kidnap someone else's kid because at least like if it's your own child hopefully you have a little bit more uh incentive to make sure you don't fuck it up whereas i mean you'd hope that you'd also feel the same way for someone else's child but if you're already gonna steal someone's kid for a demon summoning ritual right um yeah i mean it's not great (laughs) it's not great like um yeah yeah that's majorly fucked i mean they're both pretty fucked but um i mean (laughs) if i was a diabolist though I sure fucking wouldn't put my kids up for the demon. <laughs> but I also can't imagine myself like Finding getting anyone kid. else's kids. I'd yeah. probably see if like I could get an animal or something because mm. that's also well, yeah. Of course, it's sad, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna probably <laughs> be more likely to serve up a puppy than a fucking <laughs> baby, like human baby. I'm not happy oh about God. it, but like. <laughs> It's not like, all oh, right, time to like, you know, put this chinchilla up on a platter, you know, like, but I'm not, I'd, I'd be more likely to do that than for a baby, like a human baby. Yeah. Because animals are pretty fucking innocent, you know? Yeah, they are. I wonder if it wouldn't count as much though, because it's less like, you know, there's less stake there. Right. Maybe. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But like. See, this is exactly why you shouldn't become a di- I mean, there's a lot of reasons, actually, why you shouldn't become a diabolist. But, you know, um, one is to maybe not sacrifice any human children or yeah. any children. 
Yeah, I mean they they didn't you know they didn't die. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but they could have. Hmm. Not to mention, like, even just from a medical standpoint, like sitting your <laughs> child on top of like a pile rotting. of like rotting Oops. pig carcasses. Yeah. Um, which like one year olds don't have the best immune systems in the world anyway, so that's not the best. And they stick everything in their fucking mouths. <laughs> you know, like. That is just like a recipe for disaster on its own. <gasps> That's so funny. Hmm. Not to mention, like they move all over the place. So, I was like, gonna say, yeah, I imagined it as an unconscious baby for some reason, just like a little sleeping, like swaddled baby. But she did, I think, say one or something. She said one. Maybe she drugged her one-year-old to sleep. Yeah, because yeah, if they're awake, like yeah. They're going to be fucking moving all over the place. And then, yeah. like, can you imagine, like, I mean, I'm just imagining, like, a one-year-old just, like, tumbling and, like, somersaulting accidentally <laughs> like, down this huge-ass <laughs> disgusting pile That's of, horrible. like, dead pigs. And, like, cause what if they, yeah, it's just, I mean, I was going to yeah. say it's a miracle everything went right, but miracle's really not the word <laughs> to use for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I love it. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that was, that was bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're talking, talking, talking. Um, yeah, they talk, uh, kind of brought up the lawyers as well, mm-hmm. um, which is not a good option either. Um, yeah, but I still think that at some point Blake's going to do it and we're going to find out what that whole like go to this farm for two days or whatever the fuck is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe not, but it just seems such a like, fun tempting. Like, what the fuck does that mean? You know? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I guess one of the last things I wanted to talk about, um, is Rose saying that he thinks that Conquest wanted her in chains. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't remember Fell, I think Fell, et cetera, spelled that out for us in their interlude, um, about still being able to use Rose, um, even if Blake is dead or whatever. Um, yeah. But that was just so heartbreaking because, like, that was such a kind and wonderful moment where Rose like steps up and takes the shackle. Um, yeah. Like knowing that Blake, you know, couldn't deal with that. And it, and then Blake knowing that if he had like been able to deal with that, it could have been better. And it's just, I mean, like there still probably would have been a tie to Rose or whatever, but it's just so that was such a heartbreaking. I know. (laughs) Realization. (laughs) Um, yeah, but it is interesting. But like, I mean, I mean, do you think, like, what do you think would have happened if it was the opposite? Like, and he did get Blake in chains after all. Um, I mean, Conquest was able to pull Rose into the real world, quote unquote, because of her connection to Blake. Yeah. So I'm not sure, you know, that it would have made much of a difference. Um, just that there'd be like physical Blake running around doing dumb shit as opposed to just like non-physical Rose who can go get the books. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to point at this one note that you wrote that was the whole needing sacrifice of things sounds interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then my next note was Blake isn't going to become conquest, right? Yeah. Um, because <laughs> they're talking about how if the incarnation doesn't have a sac or a sacrifice type thing, like doesn't get a new body, then it becomes like more and more rigid and more and more bound to certain rules. Um, and we're not sure how long it's been for Conquest or how many sacrifices he needs or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like, how is this going to end and how are we going to get out of this and subordination? And I was like, oh, fuck, what if Blake <laughs> becomes a sacrifice? And then I'm like, well, but, but then the story would end because I don't think Blake has the power to overpower conquest. I mean, ma- okay, okay. If Poos is there <laughs> and Poos subverts the natural order of things, then maybe <laughs> Blake will fuse with conquest, but conquest will be subordination. And so Blake will take over, but then Blake will be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like the incarnation of subordination is still a powerful concept. Mm -hmm. Um, And so being a sacrifice to subordination probably wouldn't make you that much more likely to be able to overpower it or whatever the fuck. Yeah. (sighs) So I think it's interesting that you think... I mean, I'm not saying one way or the other, because I'm not saying what what happens, but, like, I think it's interesting that you go right to that that would end the story. Because we remember, like, with Worm, I mean, the protagonist, like, you know, Taylor, she had a pretty good chance of dying, and she just, right. like, end up not dying. And, like, if she did die, the protagonist would just switch to someone else. Right. I mean, but so far, wouldn't that be a mindfuck if, like, the protagonist <laughs> switched to, like, Laird? For somebody, <laughs> like, really. I feel like we've talked about this before, and I would hate that so much. Um, <laughs> until Wild, though, like you know, flexed his writing skills and made you like totally empathize with him and just be like, okay, I totally like this guy now. No, I'd have to. No, I swear we've had this exact same fucking conversation because then I'd say like, no, maybe Sandra Bahem or Sandra Duchamp. Um, we might have, but I don't remember because uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah real i this just feels like this is the story of the thorburns like i could what if it's like goes to page or goes to like that's the the only thing i could see is if blake dies and it goes to page but that just or goes whoever the next person there wouldn't be rose no it's gotta skip to page i mean i guess that means that they all gotta die without us noticing but like (laughs) (laughs) or just that it skips to page and page is like what's going on and then all of her cousins are like freaking out or whatever like all of his shitty family just like goes to the house to try to like get his money and they all fucking die except for Paige because she's like doing law school shit and then (laughs) that's how it switches to her I'm still suspicious of what the fuck's up with that girl (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean I'm like I'm glad they had that phone call because I mean she'll come back soon probably but I was just like who are you (laughs) uh um yeah. All right. Should we go to the next one? I know you have more notes there, but you have a lot of fucking mm-hmm. notes. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. Although I do want to, like, you do have a note that says, we could teach you a rune or two, and someone teach Blake some fucking runes, fuck. <laughs> Other than just air. Jumps out window. Asterix jumps out window. <laughs> yes. Um, which I just want to point out is, a, um, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I mean, it's like, he has some basics, but he doesn't have, I don't, I mean, I don't know exactly what Blake has read and what Rose has, like, conveyed, but it doesn't feel like he has a good basics of, like, this is how this universe works and, like, this is how you do things, other than just, like, draw a rune, blah, with my blood and just with keep my blood. sucking out my own power. <laughs> just just keep draining my my life force. Mm, I'm myself. so worried about his friends. It's fine. It's all good. It's all right. We're going to get there. Um, <laughs> so then when they're talking in the car about all this shit, roles get stolen away by Conquest. Yeah. Which is um, like, well, shit. Yeah, that sucks. And thinking again about what she was saying 
it felt like it seems like she was telling the truth. Um, I I was happy that Blake was more like, oh yeah, this is a dumb plan, and I'm. It's kind of like it's okay that that plan, like that plan, wasn't a super great plan, but the real problem is the books in the house. Yeah, and they seem to be almost operating under the assumption that Conquest is going to figure out that Rose can get to the books and then force her to do it, um, mm-hmm. which would be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. nice that Nick like clued in Blake that like you know Rose. I mean, Conquest knows everything that Rose knows now. Mm-hmm. Is that probably or, you like, mean like telepathically or something? Didn't he say something like you know that like now that Conquest like has Rose, you need to assume that like he knows everything that she knows, like whether right, right, like, right, right, just forcing her or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's a good way to operate. Um, yeah, and so it makes his ridiculous plan make you know like. I don't know that there was a better option, but it still sucks. <laughs> no, I mean, it sucks. It really does. Because, like, he's fucking over all his friends, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think that there are people whose lives are um, substantial. Like, people whose lives are improved by becoming practitioners. Um, even people who aren't complete and total dickbags. Like, I think that for Verona in particular, um, and probably for Avery as well, like, their lives are better. Um, I'm not convinced that Lucy's life is better for being a practitioner. Um, sure, but you can't it tell seems me. Like, <laughs> no, this is not a good circumstance to do this at all. Yeah, like, um, just from like their perspective, like, oh yeah, I got awoken by my friend who uh, is a diabolist who basically like told me that if I still wanted to sign up, he's not explaining shit well enough, and I still wanted to sign up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's just, there's, I mean, I think no, this, this is not <laughs> ideal circumstances. They have no sources of power or anything and it's all bad, but I mean, at the end, he's I like, hey, path. Nick, can you give like a crash course in runes <laughs> or like in magic for my friends, like a 15 minute crash course? I'm like, fucking perfect. I see a path where this is a good thing for Tyler um, and maybe Alexis. She's one of those like edgy people on the fringes who maybe would benefit from this. And like, I don't know. I love Tiffany, and so I'm happy she's still in the story, but I just, I don't know. We're going to get there, but it's, um, it's a whole thing. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there, as you said. So Blake goes back to his apartment and hobbles in like a zombie, I think as he says something like that, um, and arranges a meeting with his friends. Because people see him and are like, you look fucked up. Yeah. When he was like, I'm going to go build up my strength in more ways than one, I was like, oh, you're going to rest and maybe eat and then like also see your friends and build up yourself again like you did the last time. Yeah. Um, And I didn't realize it was like, I'm going to be revitalized by my friend's presence and also make them practitioners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so, it's one of those things where you're just like, yeah, it's right fucking there. And I just didn't at all. I, didn't I mean, all. I feel like. It's kind of reasonable to like not have caught onto that. Um, I think especially after reading Pale, like I mean, like with Pact, it's like, oh, this is horrible, and you sh- you know you shouldn't introduce people to this just because Blake's life sucks so much. But there's a lot of people who are like doing fine, like the Behames and shit, like who don't seem to be like living that bad. But I feel like in Pale, it's so stressed because there's so many people where like I mean, I go back and forth as to whether I think Clem should be awoken because on the one hand, I think it would give her a lot better tools to be able to deal with the items she finds but then it also she wouldn't have the innocence protection so it might be worth it for her to not um 
And like, you know, she could get eaten and that'd be bad for whoever awoke her or whatever. Um, But there are some people where I'm like, no, I think this is actually like a good thing. Um, And they are like so resistant to doing that. Like, I've been surprised that they were like, okay, Melissa, you obviously aren't letting this go. Like, you can be our blackguard or whatever. Um, And it's it's great. I like it. It, it, Again, it seems good for Melissa due to her circumstances. Um, But I just feel like it's been so pounded into me. That not only because I I also was like oh wait he's going to make all of his friends aware what is he doing but no nope. <laughs> no he's not making all of his friends aware <laughs> he is not doing that and I just I don't know it's a lot <laughs> yeah no it's um, a lot but yeah again before we get there um, there are some incredible Evan moments in these chapters mm-hmm. um, <laughs> oh my god where Blake's like I'm gonna go build up my strength and Evan just says weightlifting <laughs> it's like. I'm like, that's incredible. And he's like, no, I don't have time. And he's like, magical weightlifting. I'm like, oh my God. I'm so, you're so fucking great and so cute. And then when he's like, why are you talking to that bike? And he's like, yeah, I'm a motorcycle, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's your bike? Like, he's like, that's so cool. I'm like, oh my God. And then later when he's like, yeah, where he like gets like offended and stuff about the, the apostrophe. We're like, lots of adults don't do that like you know and it was like that was really funny like i trip up on that um that it's a lot and yeah um yeah it i love that it was so just like fuck you i'm gonna put my apostrophe back because you're being a little <laughs> asshole you're being an asshole about it it's just so funny and i love it so much um so evan just because the first time i was just like kind of freaking out and reading through this and the second time i was just like oh evan is incredible and hilarious yeah. and wonderful he's kind of wonderful <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but then when he gets back to the apartment and Alexis is there and she's just like, oh, they framed you for murder. Like, that was such a relief. Um, I was mm-hmm. really worried because, I mean, they kept saying, like, we told all your friends you were bull. And it's such a relief yeah. that none of them thought that this was a thing. Um, yeah. And, like, I shouldn't have doubted them, but, like, it it's was hard not so to great. karma. But. <laughs> right but also just like I, d- I don't know them that well you know and yeah if they think he's like fucking lost it you know like uh, yeah um no, for sure. i mean but. i guess the circumstances if they knew of like this kid was killed a very long time ago they would be like oh no he didn't do that um but i don't know <laughs> um but yeah friendship um i'm Hashtag this is friendship. where i put some more deep impact notes um hmm. this uh I'm like listening to the beginning of arc four. So he's talking about friends and Joel being like, Hey, you should lean on us and stuff. Um, and Elliot's just like, yeah, like he's going to lose his relationships or put a strain on them. Like if, you know, he doesn't start telling the truth or whatever, like, and it's just like, fuck Elliot totally got it without getting it so much more than I did. Um, Cause I just keep being like, I like these people, but they need to get out of the story. Um, <laughs> and it was yeah. like, no, we're going to pull them in with hooks and just yank them in um yeah yeah i mean (laughs) yeah but i mean like you've got a point though like if you like those people like you know you know it's better for those people to probably it is probably better for them to lose the relationship with blake and to (laughs) just fucking leave the story um it would make for a worse story and you'd feel bad for blake but you'd be like you know that's probably bettering their lives um but luckily for us, <laughs> they get dragged in. Um, they get dragged in. 
Yeah, and just the fact that it was like Alexis and Joel were there, and he was like, call over some more people. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? And again, at this point, I was like, oh, you're going to like make them aware? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? And then it was like, no, I'm going to awaken some of you. And I was like, ah. Like, um, fuck. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, so he tells his friends what's been going on and asks basically if anyone would be willing to help him out. Um <laughs> God, and he even says, like, yeah, after I explain it, you can decide if you want in. And I was just like, oh, to the plan, not like into Magic the world Bell. of <laughs> I just I was not prepared. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we get more of Evan being incredible um and super cute. Just the fact that he's like hopping from one of Blake's fingers to the next, like, why are you doing that? I guess birds move a lot. Um, but sometimes they don't. <laughs> Um, but the fact he's like, oh, is that a, like the girl who like saved your life or whatever? And then Blake's like, let's not get into something that intimate. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what a weird thing. A way, what weird a way to phrase weird that. fucking way to say that. And just like, she can't understand him. You could just be like, oh yeah. And just like, drop it. Like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, d- he, d- his mental, st- I mean, just to be fair to Blake, like he's been through some shit and he's, I don't know. I guess so. Making it's just such that. a weird way to say that. Yeah, no, I agree. It is weird. It is weird. <laughs> um, so I saw you were making note, I think, um, of like the people that were invited versus like, mm-hmm. you know, weren't invited yeah. possibly. Yeah. At first I thought just Amanda was like, nah, I'm not showing up. But I think that they were that they like didn't invite her. Um I went back and scanned the chapter where we meet these people and mm-hmm. um she, you know, like almost ran up and hugged blake like she obviously doesn't quite get him um yeah as much and so i think maybe they were both like oh let's not invite her like you know yeah. she's just they're not on the level or whatever um and tiffany i was happy um i know blake is like what the fuck but like joel alexis and tiffany are the three of his friends i know the best as the reader and so it makes sense you know for me um sure it, I feel like it is maybe a little bit weird that Alexis was like, yeah, you're going to fuck this girl or something. Like, I don't know. Like, she keeps bringing Tiffany over, and that is odd. Um, yeah. But I'm just like, yep, story, yep. <laughs> can almost argue that maybe Alexis has some different issues with boundaries as well. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, fair. Good point. Yeah. Um, and I think it's funny that I didn't realize that Joseph and Joseph had the same name um, until I even, like, went back and looked it up. Or, like, not even looked it up. I was going back to the first chapter just like skim and be like what were my vibes of these people yeah and then i was like wait joseph and it was like um it's probably not a thing but it was weird um yeah yeah just weird that there's two yeah um i remember not having quite the best vibes from the way he walks in and is like oh the carpenter is resurrected like it was just sort of weird and i guess the cupcakes were nice but he was like you're not gonna drink beer like i wasn't like that big of a fan of him and so it made sense kind of that he left and i it's yeah i don't know it's it's nice question mark that like one person left and i'm like oh he'll preserve his innocence probably and he obviously feels like kind of bad or whatever but i i don't know it was if they were all just like okay that sounds great it wouldn't have felt as good in the story um i was surprised that blake was so upset about joseph leaving because i was like i didn't love joseph and you also need to reckon like don't you recognize how much you're asking and how insane this is and just like i don't know yeah um but i mean i they like emotions you can't really like 
help them and he does acknowledge like joseph has the best like actual life and shit yeah um i don't know it was nuts yeah yeah uh i mean he doesn't have any other choice right it's like he kind of knows it's fucked to like he could call the lawyers (laughs) he could but again like you know i don't know yeah he could call the lawyers um do you think that he should have called the lawyers instead of awakening his friends like this? I mean, this is better for the universe, possibly. I mean, okay, so this is better for the universe if they manage to not destroy Toronto or whatever. But I, I think that, like, I mean, I guess it's like the every time you ask for the lawyer's help, it becomes easier or whatever. And so the next time after this that he needs them, you know, yeah, he might be more likely to take it. I feel like you know, asking for their help twice is not necessarily the end of the world, but is probably more morally dubious than... Well, this would be the second time, right? Yeah. I was just saying, like, they uh, got the to three. 3B, oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, probably isn't so bad the second time, but uh, but then, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we talk about the rest of them, though, I wanted to just, like, talk about Blake's karma and how... You know, if something bad happens to these people, Blake's karma gets worse. And on the one yeah. hand, like, it's already really, really bad. So maybe it's not that big of a deal. But also he's supposed to reduce the family's karmic debt. Um, mm. And yeah. So if something bad happens, like, it might tank it a lot more. Yeah. I mean, maybe um, not a lot more in terms of, like, compared to demons. But, like, <laughs> maybe more than Yeah, I, we don't actually really know. Yeah. Um, but it's not great. Um, and I was just thinking about like, why didn't Molly call Blake? Um, cause on the one hand, you don't want to drag people into this, but on the other hand, if you know that Blake is next in line, um, which I think she did, I don't remember for sure, but I think she did. Um, like, wouldn't you want to just be like, oh, well, like either I die and he gets dragged into this or I drag him into this. Um, I kind of think that like, there was a karma moment where Callan is like, oh, Blake, you want the money? And that if he hadn't, interrupted and said that then that maybe she would have called i don't know did molly know that he was the next in line though because i think even blake thought that he was he wasn't in the running because he's a dude right no not not then but by the time that shit started going real real downhill i feel like there was something Uh, goes back to first arc of pact yeah i mean like i feel like there was a list because we've we yeah. know that Paige is at the bottom because of... That's true. That. I think you're right. I think there was a list somewhere. Um, yeah. Or the lawyer tells him, but I'm not... I don't know. Anyway. Because um, I feel like that also emphasized to me that, like, he wasn't... No one else was going to get dragged into this because, like, Molly doesn't do it. Um, Can you imagine, like, if Blake had called, like, the next person in line in <laughs> instead? No. Um, <laughs> but they were decent to each other yeah um true like i would have thought he would call page before doing any of this but he's not that close with page so i don't know yeah it's true i mean yeah i feel like molly um <gasps> oh what i just had a like dumb thought a dumb thought perfect oh no this uh it's probably can't be true i was like what if page is last on the list because she's not biologically a thorburn oh. um if she, like her mom had an affair or something Oh, but shit, son. but then why would she be on the list at all? I don't know. And if I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's a fun thought, though. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, this this story is going to do something to my brain. Yeah. 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 Probably will. I already yeah. has been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. All right. So keep on going back to the back to the present. Um, yeah, I'll talk more. about. Yeah. The other people. Um, yes. So Joel, um, uh, I like that Joel really wants to help and he's like there, but he's also like, you know, I also have this like obligation to my mom. Um, and I think that that's really great that he, like, he obviously seems a little torn about it, but I, he also like, there's a good role for him as a blackguard, which will keep him safer. Um, and I really liked that. Um, I also liked that Goosh takes this approach just because like i think bringing up like you know i don't want to have to keep something like this for my partners for the rest of forever i mean like theoretically she could like awaken her partner or whatever but i i I just think that this is like a good decision making and good option i don't know um i really love goosh and so i'm happy she's you know in but i also i don't know i think this is a decent path for her Mm -hmm. um yeah, and so then there's Tyler. Um, Tyler's wonderful. Um, he just seems like really cool, like a really cool person. Um, he was the one who did the drawings on the floor, which was mm-hmm. awesome. Yes. Um, and I'm just like so excited and glad that he's excited, and I'm so nervous. <laughs> I know. Um, and it's cool and good and exciting and scary. Um and then I guess to round them out, so Alexis is just like, yeah, I guess that makes sense, and uh, it'll be cool. I'm excited. Um, and Tiffany, I'm like very happy story wise. Um, yeah, because I wanted to stay around. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just, yeah. Oh no, no, go ahead. Sorry. Just like yeah, these people are all people who don't seem to feel like they're going anywhere in society or whatever. Um, and so this is a good fit for them. Whereas uh-huh. like, you know, Joel has his mom, like he has that tie. Goosh wants to have other ties. Um, and Joseph has like a real job or, you know, he has, a, he's succeeding in whatever. Um, and so it makes sense that these people are the ones who are willing to do it, but also like a man talked about demons and maybe you should leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you remember what you were going to say? I'm just like, so well, we're gonna we'll get to this. We'll get to it in a second, actually. Okay. Um, let me see here. Is there anything else you want us to say for this section? Um, I guess just like I'm worried about what type of practitioners they'll be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming he's not going to try to make them diabolists, but like if they're part of his circle now, like what does that mean? Like the circles we've seen all tend to have the same type of practice. Um, I mean the Kenneteers don't, but. Blake doesn't they don't have resources Blake doesn't have resources and I don't see just the like all right you're awoken I'm gonna go back to Jacob's Bell lol bye like yeah uh, but also like let's all go back to Jacob's Bell like I don't I'm not sure where this is going and I'm not Mm. sure I just really 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 don't want any of them to ever deal with a demon ever and I'm very worried about that Mm. yeah that's a bummer (laughs) especially not Tyler and Tiffany um because fuck Alexis though no. <laughs> <laughs> no i just i don't want alexis to deal with it either but i feel like out of the three of them she can maybe deal with it the best 
Um, whereas mm. Tyler, I just want him to like live a beautiful artist life where he beautiful paints like life. wonderful things and has like cool other familiar friends and just hangs out. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I like that you like, what do you call it? Yeah. You put one of your notes says, Blake, of course they think you're, or what is it? Oh, yeah. Blake, of course they think you're all nuts. All you have is a bird that nodded once. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Cause like before he <laughs> has Evan do the note or before he like moves the thing and he's just like, magic is real. And they're like, are you okay, Blake? And he's like, wow the the innocence is so strong like they don't like believe me like this is gonna be so hard and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about like literally you have a bird that nodded like what what like you literally look insane right now like you have done think you're shit crazy. to prove this what are you talking about like i just that was that was so ridiculous because they all yeah. are just like oh you moved the table fuck except for you know joseph who was like i don't want to believe that you moved the table but yeah. um oh for sure i mean he does look like he looks fucking unhinged, you know. But also, if I settle my friends down in a room and looked totally normal, and I was like, "Okay, magic is real," you know, and was just like, "People are trying to kill me," and there's these like, you know, demons, and like, here's yeah, a bird I found. Nuts. Like, like <laughs> in no scenario would anyone be like, "Wow, I knew it!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like sounds like, sounds reasonable. Like what? You, like, what? anyway i know frankly he's really lucky that they all just didn't like cart him off to like a psych ward you know yeah 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 like just the fact that they like were willing to hear him out like dang this man's like friendship connections are so strong they like will you know outdo any bad karma this man has outdo any sense of like insanity like his Hmm. friends just love him that much that's so true Mm-hmm. yeah that's right mm-hmm. that's why the real message of the story is the power of friendship <laughs> we haven't quite it, it's subtle but it's there <laughs> uh, i i put something in the notes earlier um that blake said he blake said demons don't make anything better um and i feel like that's the summary of this book <laughs> <laughs> the demons don't make anything better demons don't make anything better <laughs> demons don't make anything better and hashtag power of friendship yeah (laughs) they may seem like opposing you know opposing themes but they're just like very different tones but like yeah they are um and you know it's just yeah (laughs) i bet demons don't make friendship better i I mean i i guess we'll have to see how the story goes (laughs) 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 like a struggle of the demons brought them closer together (laughs) you know i don't know well i mean yeah we'll see (laughs) all right so he awakens some people and then has some black guards (sighs) okay first you have to ask the lord to awaken people what the fuck that's so annoying like i just like although did they have to ask the judges to awaken the canateers i don't remember that um because i mean they went and met them but that was only because of the investigation thing um i don't recall that but yeah i just feel like lords are too much in everyone's bullshit and i guess like you know you don't want your person to awaken a whole bunch of people and then like have them overthrow you or whatever but it's just like get out of my life like i don't know like that's just so fucking feudalistic and i hate it yeah um so <laughs> why they're called lords uh yes that's, that's like how the friends should <laughs> <laughs> maybe the judges were more like it's more uh 
excuse me. I don't know. Maybe the judges is a more like reasonable way. Um, like more democratic type of way. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I still prefer the judges thing to the Lord thing, but on the other hand, like with your, with a Lord, you at least interact with them more. Like the Kenneteers are not normal. Like they should not be interacting with the judges this much. And I feel like, you know, the person who has this much sway over your area, it might be good to be able to interact with them, but also the whole system would just sucks. I don't know. Yeah. It all sucks. It, it all sucks. Um, did that surprise, did that really surprise you that much? Um, after, I don't know, reading all the stuff in pale about like the Lords or the Lord and everything. Yeah, I guess they are like the other day I was thinking about how I want to go to Disney world and, I don't know why, but I started of thinking course, about like we bring Disney back in, guys. I know you're waiting. <laughs> well, I was thinking about how like imagining like Verona and Lucy and Avery like at Disney World and just like thinking about like that and how like fun it would be or whatever. But like Verona have like going to Thunder Bay and having to like stop and constantly ask people to be able to like move through their territory. Like, mm-hmm. who's the Lord of Disney World? And like, could they even get there? And like that's just so depressing that if like practitioners just like can't like it seems like practitioners do a lot of traveling and like a lot of shit. Yeah. But like how are you saying you think it'd be the Lord of Disney world as opposed to the Lord of Orlando? Oh yes. Mm. Like 12,000% Disney world has its own Lord. You think that's a separate Lord to like, like Orlando? Yeah. And the Lord of Orlando is just kind of pissed off because it's like, well, technically you're in my territory. Yeah, well, okay, I te- Disney World is technically not in Orlando. <laughs> it's in Lake what? Buena Vista. Disney World's in Lake Buena Vista um, oh. and Celebration. Disney has its own municipality called Celebration. Um, called Celebration. Mm-hmm. I bet LA's Lord is strong enough to have territory over Disneyland, but I'm not positive. Um, and I don't know about Universal, if Orlando, the Lord of Orlando has Universal or not. But no, Disney World has its own Lord. Um, but is just that going to be like the incarnation of like <laughs> Mickey Mouse? Fucking Mickey Mouse, yeah, yeah. No, because <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> cast members refer to Mickey as their boss. Um, it's kind of a fun okay. thing. That's kind of you're fun. just like, yeah, it's my boss, and like they'll be like, oh yeah, happy birthday to my boss. Like it's like a thing, like on the anniversary of Steamboat Willie or whatever. Um, and it's weird, but there's enough like. The way you speak at Disney World, if you're a character performer, right? So, like, the people in the costumes, um, Mm -hmm. you are not Mickey. There's only one Mickey. Like, you are not Mickey. You are friends with Mickey. Mm. Um, And this is the way that they get everyone who works there to talk about it. And you just start doing... Like, even now, I'm still like, oh, yeah, you know, my friend's friends with Goofy. And, like, my people know what that means. My Disney people. (laughs) And the way we talk about things, like, there's definitely... There's... There's definitely fucking like Mickey Mouse and shit at Disney World, like twelve thousand percent. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm I wonder who the um, Lord would be at Universal. Yeah, no, it just I that's why I'm like, I'm not sure if Universal's quite strong enough. Mm. Um Yeah, maybe they're not. Yeah. Maybe Orlando's like, hi, get Universal. Yeah. I don't know. And SeaWorld. <laughs> and SeaWorld. And yep. uh what is it? That N- that night's place <laughs> medieval you know, times medieval times <laughs> medieval times <laughs> yeah yeah that place <clears throat> yeah i mean it's really like it's hokey but like it's fun it is fun 
<laughs> All right. If you're a lord of a place, mm-hmm. can somebody else become a lord of a part of that place? Like, can things be broken down? I mean, or divided up? I would assume it'd be. I would assume no, or usually mm. no. But uh, I mean, maybe there's. I mean, I'm sure. Like, because sometimes territories get broken up. So if that were right, happen, and it seems like if the Lord makes agree. a deal and is like, yeah, sure, that they should be able to do that. I don't know. Maybe I think it's not common at the very least. That's fair. Because probably wouldn't be super happy to give away like half the territory. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Awakening. Uh, Awakening. I want to talk a little bit about the materials that they use. Um, okay. First of all, I was like, what the fuck, Joel? How did you find myrrh? Like, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> proud of you. But like, what is, how did you do, how, what? Maybe it's more common in Canada. Because I don't even think you can fucking buy myrrh. Like, I have here. no idea. I'm going to Google it. I mean, you could probably buy it. Buying I just myrrh. Like, it's like a perfume thingy, right? Maybe. Let's see. Myrrh for sale. It's myrrh gum resin. Sale. Um, can you still buy myrrh? 11 surprising benefits and uses of myrrh oil. I think I'm allergic to myrrh. You're allergic, allergic to everything. <laughs> I'm allergic to tree resin. So I think I'm allergic oh, so you're to probably myrrh. allergic to myrrh. <laughs> myrrh. Uh, people also search for frankincense. It just sounds like, well, of course they do. It makes sense. Myrrh. It's so like on its own. It Joel's doesn't sound into, that you like, know. impressive. You know, the name. Myrrh. 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 so so dumb content people (laughs) i mean you know what they know they like you know they know what we are they know by now yeah they know by now um you can buy it on etsy what the fuck and on ebay uh not on amazon oh you know you can buy it on amazon too i don't know i skipped it hold on um let's see how much some myrrh myrrh i can't help it um it also it's all like with frankincense so if you want just like pure myrrh it might be hard to get on amazon at least because hmm. it's all like frankincense and myrrh resin frankincense <laughs> and myrrh natural anointing oils or whatever frankincense and myrrh um get a pound of it for 13.95 <laughs> hey that's affordable <laughs> that's affordable guys i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of frankincense and myrrh uh, <coughs> all right yeah anyway Joel yeah, but that was impressive. Maybe he got um, on Amazon. <laughs> Maybe he went to, I don't know, Canadian Whole Foods equivalent. I don't mm-hmm. know if they have that there, mm-hmm. but they probably do. I could see it at a health store. Um, but yeah, okay. I know you want to talk about like uh, materials and stuff, and I'm down. But like, I just have to ask. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what do you think about these three people like getting awakened? Like, because we got Tyler, Alexis, and Tiffany. And I know you're saying like. As a reader, you're happy that Tiffany um, is doing it. But, like, I don't know. Like, does it not just seem kind of odd or, like, or just, like, a troubling at mm. all? Because I'm like, Tiffany doesn't really know Blake. She went on right. a date and kind of has a crush on him. Right. And she kind of seems like she's, like, a real people pleaser. Right. And the more he was like, are you sure? The more she would push back and be like, yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah. Are you really though? Yeah. Like, I think in real life, this is not great. Um, yeah. I also think it's weird that he was just like, call up some people and not like, call these specific people that I want to talk to. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, you know, that like that would prevent Tiffany from getting into the story. Um, it is yeah, he interesting. might have just been like, you know, they're going to call like the usual people we hang out with, I guess. Right. Um, it is interesting that 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 Wildbo made this character. But I guess like from what I know, Wildbo plants seeds. He doesn't like have the entire story plotted out. And so maybe he wasn't sure that this was necessarily going to happen when he introduced Tiffany. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, she was like fun and intriguing and stuff and made the party a bit more like interesting and dynamic as opposed to just like, here's Alexis who I'm in love with and here's some other people and oh, there's Fel, let's go. You know, it made it a little more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I am, it is curious as to like, I mean, like she can't take this back. <laughs> yeah. What's well, yeah. like? I'm like, I mean, I, again, I, I get that he had to do this because he had no fucking options, but like he did not like, okay, yeah, he, he had that option, but like he decided he didn't want to and I can't really blame him because, you know, yeah, um, but like he did not really get into this shit enough. <laughs> like, did, like, I don't even think he mentioned the lying thing like before they started. Well, they they had a bit of time, you know, he had to go find, he had them go find their item and they had to wait for the people to get there and stuff. Um, so I, I'm hoping that he did mention it because he does, he says it like, oh yeah, remember you can't lie. Like, okay, that's right. As a kind of reminder, not as a, by the way. <laughs> it's true. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, uh, it's just, <laughs> cause I mean, I know Blake got thrown into it real quick, obviously. Uh-huh. Right. But, like think about like in pale, like the trio, like they had, like the others made them like do a trial run for like a month or something to like make sure that they was it a, was it a month? Was it not a month? I thought it was a month, but it, it was it was a Maybe. period. I mean, I, it, was, it was a period of like recruitment. Maybe it was a yeah. week or something. I don't remember, but it was. It might maybe it was less than a month. Um, I but mean, it the was lying like, thing in particular was not a month, but yeah. Okay, I don't remember exactly, but they at least did a trial run to be like you know make sure you guys like actually are telling the truth the whole fucking time um which i know that they're like 13 but i feel like especially when you're an adult um you get kind of set in you know your ways of talking right Mm, like you have a certain um yeah like vernacular that you like to use um and it can be really hard to break out of that um especially like if you decide to do a life-changing ritual like within you know you find out about magic and immediately you're like i'm fucking in and i'm gonna do this whole thing today like and not just today but like right fucking now <laughs> and um i mean I think yeah i definitely feel not a good idea but it's like tyler was super down um alexis i think was down enough Slash, like, knows Blake well enough to whatever. But yeah, I mean, with, I don't know. You're right. I mean, I don't know. I'm happy, but also you're right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, it's great for the story. But it's also, like, I mean, and I'm like, Blake, I mean, I can't really even fault you that much because, you know, you're in a shit situation. But, like, I don't know. At the same time, yeah. it's kind of fucked up. And Tiffany, girl, like, <laughs> I just fucking, I don't know. I just... <sighs> It's interesting. Poor choice, I yeah. feel like. But yeah. <laughs> um but back to the ingredients. <laughs> back to the ingredients. Yes. Um I just wanted to mention I thought he was gonna go find Holly. Um, but I guess, you know, like the poker thingy was good enough and it's fine. 
um, when he was like, oh, it's not or. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, who has or? But I guess that's the whole yeah. point. It's like, you're supposed to think about this and go find things and prepare and Let's not just prepare. be like, Let's yeah. do it. Um, and then the rose was in the thing, and I just got real confused um, because I I thought the rose was like a Thorburn specific thing because it's mm-hmm. not in the Kenneteers, and it felt very Thorburn y. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe Blake was just like, "Oh yes," and there's a rose, and stuck it in there because that's what he thought was normal. But they were yeah. going based on that book, I thought, and it would have been weird. I know the kind of tears didn't yeah. do it off of a book. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Sure, but mm-hmm. they had they had all the rest of the stuff. Um, yeah. The same. Um, mm-hmm. The rose was like this weird additional thing. And I really did think that that was a Thorburn specific thing. And maybe it's like, you know, it'll it'll be fine. It'll make sense. And also, I guess they're like part of his circle, quote unquote. Maybe, so maybe a Thorburn lot of practitioners have. Right. Like maybe a lot of the practitioner families throw in a thing that represents their family. Um mm-hmm. But I was confused. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so they're starting the thing and Goosh is like, I'm going to stay here and watch. And I'm like, did she stay there and watch? Because it's never mentioned again. And like the lengths to which Pris goes to stay away from situations seems like something she should emulate possibly. I mean, maybe Goosh will just be like, this is great. Let's awaken me too, lol, eventually. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she gets to make her own decisions. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so more of like Alexis being weird. Um, Blake is like, Tyler, you have to be naked. Um, and Tyler's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, is this a ruse to like get the girls naked? And Alexis is like, well, I offered that. And he said no. And I'm like, Alexis, you offered him a threesome that's slightly different. But also, why are you bringing this up now? Like, I mean, y'all are all close uh, yeah. and whatever, but like, is it really just like, oh yeah, I tried to sleep with Blake and bleh, like, yeah. ah, bleh, bleh. Yeah. like everyone's probably super aware that Blake is like super into her, but it doesn't feel like a thing that the group should not talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and not even should just that, that they do. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. It's like, well, I mean, it's like read the room, you know, <laughs> it's like, is this really like the time? <laughs> yeah i mean she also does just seem like very open about things and very like blunt and so it it did feel very in character but i was also just like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true (sighs) yeah um and this ritual is a great way to get to know people you know the whole like what they think when they talk or what they say when they talk about all the objects was really cool um i thought it was interesting how the stonehenge symbol made them all talk about the moon i think i don't remember tiffany exactly but um i'm wondering if that if these objects impact them and their practice or if it's literally just like a symbolic thing um Uh but the moon thing is cool question mark Um, moon is cool but yeah um tyler feels very like fuck yeah this is so fucking cool i'm super down um alexis is just like i'm a hurt person <laughs> yeah it was a lot um the fake teeth are super cool though i was like oh you could do like some weird fucking great implement shit or something like you could do something cool with like the teeth that you wear in your body <laughs> um and then tiffany seems like kind of a mix of you know just like like timid but also that that bit in her that pushes back on things i don't know she's very sweet and i love her um the aa thing is also really neat it's she's made this lifelong commitment to not drink 
based on the fact that other people alcoholism has hurt her yeah um and that sort of made me think like oh maybe you can handle being a practitioner you've you know you've already done this big lifelong commitment um but also i don't know that's true yeah that's a i mean a positive that's positive at least (laughs) yeah i i don't know i just so if this was like a normal story right like Uh like so i'm afraid for tyler because i don't know him very well and like i guess then similarly goosh would be the two that i'm the most worried about they feel like the most dispensable but Mm wildo doesn't necessarily rock that way um true I mean, he doesn't just kill off people willy-nilly or whatever, but in a Wild Bo story, it might be more impactful for, like, Alexis or Joel or whatever to die than Tyler. Um, So maybe Tyler is safe and gonna, like, run off into the wilderness with his beautiful magic and live a beautiful dream life, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just very worried for him. Yeah. (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's a little troublesome. Yeah. And then it's like, no time for that now. We have to go fight Conquest in 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah! well, fuck. 15 <gasps> minutes. Like, what are they even going to do? Like, they don't have a power source. I mean, I guess maybe some spirits will listen to them if they write runes down or whatever. But also, like, will they? Like, because it mean, seems like I the Kenneteers can do everything. Right. Like, like the Kenneteers can do everything because they're taking power from the others all the time. Like mm-hmm. I guess people don't can't just write fucking diagrams and shit, really. I don't know. Oh god, I hate everything. Uh, yeah. Um yeah. well we'll just have to see. Um <laughs> Oh my god, in the very end, he's like, Oh, let's go fight conquest. And I'm like, you just made a super huge deal about not saying his name. Why the fuck did you say his name? Because <laughs> it's a sweet last line. Yeah. He's into those. <laughs> Blake, I mean, not wild, but Blake. Blake is into those. Yeah, Blake is into those. I mean, um, all right. So, time for our pale and comparison section. Um, yeah. Woo! Um, we could either talk about yeah stuff with Toronto, um, or we kind of t- touched on the Lord, like the, the Lords. We could talk about that, um, or awakening stuff. Yeah, I I thought this could be fun to talk about the fact that Musser is going to Toronto or something. Mm. Okay, um, sure. which I didn't really pick up while reading it, and mostly picked it up in Pale Reflections. So at this yeah. point in Pale, Verona's doing her domain thing. Avery's off to whatever, and they're like doing this because Musser is distracted. Something about going to Toronto, um, okay. and like Toronto is a place in the other verse that things have happened in. <laughs> And I thought it could True. be fun to muse on what the state of Toronto is when Musser gets there based on Blake. <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> um, okay, so so there's a world where conquest is still the lord and nothing has changed much, and that's boring. Um there's a world <laughs> where conquest and imp have fused into one being. <laughs> which mm. oh, Rose was like, oh, the worst thing would be if they don't really affect each other very much and we just have to be conquest bitch. And I was like, no. Fuck. The worst thing is if Conquest subjugates Imp and then you still have to be his bitch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yes, like. there's this universe where the Imp is the Lord of Toronto, and that's funny. Um, I mean, not funny, but you know. And like, okay. I'm like, part of me is like, oh, what if Conquest like survives this and Musser is going to Toronto because there's some crazy lordship thing happening with Conquest? Hmm. <laughs> 
Um, or it's not related to the Lord at all, and he's going to see Jeremy. <laughs> Could it be like, um, <gasps> oh, what if it's not Conquest or um, Poos? What if it's dun, like dun, a totally dun. different Lord? Yeah, um, it could be the Sphinx, or Jeremy, or Diana, I think was her name. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, I'm confused as to what is a big enough deal that is happening there that Muster specifically is going that has to do with anything. Um, hmm. But if, I don't know, it just feels like you can't be like, oh yeah, Toronto, without it having something to do with Pact in the same way that like the Montreal <clears throat> Witch Hunters are in Mile End, if I remember. Or I've I've heard that, that some of the Montreal Witch Hunters are in it. Um, okay, I was going to say, did you read that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not yet. Um, okay. But, um, yeah. I don't know. This didn't end up being a very, like, fun section where I was like, oh, yes, this is what's happening. But I'm just kind of like, ah! <laughs> like, this is the first time that the two stories might really intersect in a very insubstantial, <laughs> non-specific way. Um, I don't know. Do you think? Or, oh my god! Or, oh my god! What if we get a muster interlude in Toronto? Oh damn! <laughs> That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. That could be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What if muster gets eaten by conquest? That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for your bold and specific prediction, which you've already given us several. Woo! So you can, you can either restate those or if you have a new one, feel free to bring that out now. Um, I just feel like at this point, it'd be a good time to be like, this person's going to die. Um, <laughs> sure. Just for fun. So y'all can be like, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. So like, Okay, I guess there's a chance that Blake and the three new practitioners and Goosh and Joel all make it through the story. Sure. Um, Excuse me. But that feels... Unlikely? Unrealistic. Yes, unlikely. Mm. So I'm going to say that Tiffany will die. (laughs) Tiffany will die. Okay. (laughs) Or reach some, like, very bad, vaguely permanent end. Do you, is that how is this going to happen? Like, is it going to be like this upcoming um, conflict with conquest or the splinter thing or something we haven't even gotten to yet? Oh my god, what if Blake has 18,000 friends and they all get got by the splinter? <laughs> and that's why we haven't heard about them. He actually had like oh god. <laughs> people lining out the door to awaken, <laughs> but <laughs> Tiffany and like. <laughs> Tyler and Alexis are the ones that live, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't think it'll be soon. I think it's more of a like end game thing. Um, I think that the three practitioners, like that people are all going to make it through this conquest thing. Because I'm still kind of like, we're going to get away from conquest and Toronto soon. <laughs> um, okay. And maybe we're not, but I feel like we are and that they're all going to make it out of that. Um it would feel odd to me, based on the flow of the story, um, for it to be like, oh, you're barely awoken up, you're dead. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, sucks to be you. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so, okay, after the, so like with this conflict coming up with conquest, um, what do you think is gonna happen exactly? <sighs> I don't know. Um, they have a demon arm. They have three baby practitioners. Mm-hmm. They have a group practitioners that doesn't want to do shit. There's fell out there in the ether. Um, I feel like just showing up at Conquest House and being like, hey, don't. Seems <laughs> dumb. But like, what are they going to... So Pooh's is going to get out and they're going to want to try to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I rem- I think Rose was like, they're going to free the goblin. Or not the... Yeah, the hyena. The hyena, yeah. But they didn't talk about that, I don't think. Um, Maybe they did. I, I thought they'd mention it briefly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then like getting him behind a door and then getting yeah okay yeah. um so i feel like it's not gonna be that anymore okay <laughs> this is a horrible prediction i'm sorry no, no it's idea. okay i'm just asking i'm kind of i'm just curious well but um, it just like goes and does something else that i didn't expect so <laughs> okay um after this random conflict do you think he's gonna go back um to jacob's bell or do you think he's gonna try to deal with that splinter thing or do you think he's gonna just like um, well, last time my prediction was that Poos was going to become the Lord of Toronto and they were going to go get the splinter and use it against Poos. And then they're going right. to go back to fucking Jacob's Bell. Um, I mean, I think that we. That? I mean, it's so silly, but like, yeah. Like, I do think they were going <laughs> to deal with the splinter and I do think we're going back to Jacob's Bell. Um, okay. And it, I mean, I guess he could go back to Jacob's Bell and then come back for the splinter, mm-hmm. but yeah okay cool i appreciate it thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right so um well our previous discussion questions was voting we also asked what the worst wedding attire you can think of which we got no responses which (laughs) fair enough not the best question i'm gonna admit we also did Um, say like this isn't a real question or something yeah that's true i mean like you could literally say like anything for that like oh like being naked or wearing a trash bag or wearing a clown mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. costume. So it's not, it wasn't a great question. <laughs> um, but that's okay because we had a vote and it was successful because people voted on it. Um, but our new discussion question that we have which of your friends would you awaken and why? <laughs> so if you need to be like in a essentially life or death situation like Blake, um, that's cool if you're just like lol this would be fun that's cool um but i'm interested in like the qualities that you think would make your friend um a good or bad practitioner and um yeah just like pick a person that you love and talk about or what it would be like if they were awoken hopefully you love your friends (laughs) yeah but if you really love your friends would you awaken them um but (laughs) if you were in a bad 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 situation okay that's fair and with their consent obviously you know like yeah yeah no no tricky like no tricksy stuff no showing up with a goat or whatever the fuck charles did <laughs> no showing up with a goat. <sighs> that man <laughs> we are goat free i don't know no, we're cool with goats we're just like jack yeah but in terms free. of like sacrifice or weird like ritual yeah stuff, yeah you know save the goats hashtag save the goats <laughs> hashtag meow meow okay tangent um jen you know um mokulele highway on maui and how there's this like random abandoned like 
sugar cane buildings or whatever. Yes, and like, it's not called Mokulele Highway anymore, right? Right, but it is in my heart. It is to me, too, because I'm like, fuck <laughs> you guys for changing the name. It's been called that forever. And then you just change the name to some, like, freaking Howley thing. I don't even remember what the, what the it's stupid name is. something something. I don't know. Yeah, like, whatever. It's Mokulele Highway, but whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But yes, um, abandoned so hurricane on, stuff. Right. So on one of the buildings, um, um, when Ben and I were there last year, we noticed that there was like some sort of like hashtag save our children something something, and we were like, "Oh, huh, that's huh? weird." Um, yeah, like in big like graf- like big spray paint across one of the abandoned buildings, like facing the highway. And it was like that's okay. weird. Um, and then when we drove back, like maybe the next day, when we drove past it. It said, hashtag save our cats, hashtag meow meow. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, and then the next time we drove past it, it was back to save our children. It seemed kind of angry. <laughs> and then the next time we drove past it, because this is a road that you get to like the best beaches or whatever from where we live. Yeah. And so then the next time we drove past it, it was back to hashtag save our cats, hashtag meow meow. And we just like couldn't. And we just fucking died every single time. Because um, like, what what are we saving our cats from? And I mean, obviously it's people trolling the like hashtag save our children people, which I like also don't understand. But that seems a little bit more serious. But just the hashtag meow meow. So when you were like hashtag save our goats, I was like hashtag meow meow. <laughs> Hashtag or whatever goats make. Hashtag Baba I feel like well, goats like make it make like it's this that yelling noise. Or like hashtag Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Hashtag save our kids. Oh shit. Why did I yeah. Hashtag save our kids. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then hashtag, hashtag meow meow life or something. <laughs> something about hashtag meow meow. That's just so fucking. <laughs> hashtag meow meow. <laughs> hashtag meow meow. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Hashtag save our kids. Hashtag goat. Hashtag meow meow. Because goat is also greatest of all time. I like. So. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Double meaning, just like the hashtag kids. Goat life. Goat life. Greatest of all time life. <laughs> hashtag meow meow. Hashtag meow meow. Please just name this episode hashtag meow meow. I might. <laughs> You're like, what? I think you should. That's fine. Okay. I was thinking about demons don't make friendship better, but now it might just be hashtag meow meow. I think, I think either one of those would be great. Um, <laughs> hashtag meow meow. Dang, I wish I I wish that I'd known that when I went back to Maui because I would have tried to look and see where the heck that was if it's still there. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a there's a chance it's not. I don't know. Probably not. Cause cause it, it's been a long time, but yeah, it was. It, it like, was one of the ones. Yeah, but like, uh, is it the actual like sugar like cane like factory? Or are you talking about like that like one random ass building on like the right side when you're going towards Kihei that always has graffiti on it? Yes, that one. That one. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that it had hashtag meow meow. Oh, uh, bummer. Bummer. <laughs> uh, have to pay attention next time we go, though. Hashtag save amazing. our cats. Hashtag save our cats. <laughs> they should have done hashtag save our kids and then drawn like a goat's head. That would have been so funny. That would have been funny. But the cats was great. You said that when they said save our children, it seemed angry. Well, it's like, I think that the Save Our Children people were trying to be sincere about something. 
and the Save Our Cats people weren't. <laughs> I mean, and the Save Our Children to- people were mad that the Save Our Cats people had messed with their <laughs> hijacked their message. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, the Humane Society is right down the road from that. Yeah. So maybe true. they were trying to send a, a real message with the Save Our Cats hashtag meow meow. Oh, hashtag meow meow. Hashtag meow maybe. meow. Meow <laughs> meow. <laughs> Which reminds me of like the Super Troopers where they're like, kept saying meow. Do you remember uh, that part? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, right, I feel like I can't remember any of the lines <laughs> for some reason. Like, hold on, right meow. <laughs> There's another, oh my God. Okay, sorry for another Disney reference. Um, When we were really <laughs> bored, um, checking lap bars in the mine train um we would like like four people uh at my ride would all check lap bars um and we would like <laughs> we would <laughs> i can't even talk i'm so sorry we we would do little like dares and games with each other um so we weren't supposed to bend over and check the lap bar physically unless we had asked the person to do it several times and they like weren't doing it or weren't paying attention then we would do uh-huh. it probably because of our backs or something a lot of other mm theme parks they have to physically check every single restraint but this is a really chill roller coaster and yeah we whatever um so usually we like walk down and we like are waving our hand being like hi check your bar please check your bar please um and i remember (laughs) one time um we decided to challenge or somebody challenged us to like try to do the meow thing so (laughs) walking down being like hi check your bar right meow please (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh and, and then one time it was you could only say the word please that one i just like cried i like <laughs> just please, please literally like please please like waving your hands <laughs> frantically <laughs> oh, uh, it was geez. bad <laughs> that's hilarious uh, uh right me up. good times yep well <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To help support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. If you'd like to support Wildbow as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash wildbow. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. All right. And just following with many themes that kind of run through our podcast, <laughs> our fun fact is Disney related. <laughs> um, the voices of Mickey and Minnie got married in real life. Um, oh. Wayne Alwine and Russie Taylor were married for 18 years until unfortunately, Alwine passed away in 2009. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> it's just really cute. Yeah. Sad that he passed away, but you know, everyone does eventually. And it's really sweet. They were married. Yeah. So, all right. Um, hope you guys have a super awesome week. Hashtag Woo. meow meow. Hashtag meow meow. Bye. Bye. <laughs>